Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Um, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I, I just want to say I I um I love our apostle. I love him so much. Uh how God just sets us up for great success through the anointing on his life. Um the message on the acts being laid at the root has, has revolutionized my thinking in such a powerful way. And my case study actually goes back to that message because God saw something in me that needed to be dealt with. On Thursday night, uh, Apostle, uh, Apostle Todd and prior to that, uh, Elder Donna had mentioned God perfecting that which concerns us. He does that. He 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 does that for a reason. And before I get into the case study, I just want to help us understand our God, the way he sees us when it comes to that, because it is that this, this understanding and revelation on goodness um, that has led us to see how God's goodness wants to uh, handle areas in our lives that we struggle in or that we are we are we are uh, hearing a word but it's not even as elder Allison's in her case study she saw something about herself where she couldn't she couldn't convert from uh being able to 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 uh see and hear the logos like she does the rhema and God dealt with that for her. Same thing with, with mom or Elder Donna. And likewise with Apostle Todd and even likewise myself. So um, God perfecting that which concerns us is because he sees us as we are. Um, I'm going to start with this here in, in Psalms chapter uh, 103, oh verse God. number 14. Um, just real quick, just to just to show us something, why God perfects that which concerns us by and giving us these steroids, goodness on steroids, these Come messengers. On. He says in Psalm 103, verse 14, for he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. God doesn't look beyond where we are. He doesn't. He doesn't just say, say, you know, you know, your 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 flesh, and I, I. And of course, God doesn't have any liking to the flesh, but He doesn't ignore that the, that we are in this world, and that this world has impacted our thinking. This world has impacted how we see things. The God of this world had blinded our minds. In our sin, that word frame actually actually means for he knoweth our frame. It means he knoweth our imagination. Mm. The word frame means imagination. It means our mind, our wow. words. He knoweth 
for in, in, in Genesis chapter six, verse number five, it says, for, for, the, for God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thought of his heart was only evil continually. God knew this about us. It says he remembereth that we are dust. That word dust means we're of the earth, we're from the ground. We're earthly before we get a rhema or a logos. So why is, is God perfecting that which concerns us? Because he sees and he knows where you're afraid. He knows where you are, where you are not sure or certain. And God knows how, as we learned about the surely anointing, he knows how to take one from how you see things from your earthly perspective into oh. a heavenly perspective. Hallelujah. That's God. And not only does he know that, but watch this in Hebrews chapter going on with this whole perfecting that which concerns us uh, part. Hebrews chapter four, verse number, uh, verses uh, uh, 15 and 16. It says, for we have not an high priest, which cannot be touched with the feelings of our weaknesses. But was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. So not only did God know and see our frame, <laughs> but he put himself in that same frame so that he could be touched with your weaknesses. He could be touched with our, our, oh. our shortcomings. Mm -hmm. Be tempted like as we are, yet without missing the mark of the Father. Hallelujah. That's why he tells us we can, in the verse 16, we can come boldly, freely to his throne of grace. Yeah. That we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. This is the logos. This is what he's causing us to come into now. He's saying, I see your weaknesses. I've been, I've been, I've been in touch with them myself. Amen. Yes, God. But by the Spirit, he overcame them all, everyone. That's Amen. why it says he was without sin. Now, the same Spirit that, that guided Christ. Yes, sir. Now dwells in oh, us and guides so. us. Yes. The oh, same way he'll walk us through the word. He'll walk us and guide us through and give Hallelujah. us goodness. In the Lagos, he'll do the same every single time. He says, only know this and come boldly, freely to the throne. Yeah. Where you will obtain mercy and find the grace in your time of need. This is our good God, our great God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. He sees our weaknesses and he knows and 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 wants to give us that that exodus, that freedom from how we see things in our own imagination, in our own minds, the things we learned. God isn't angry at you because you learned something in your sin. He dealt with all sin on the cross of Christ. He's no longer looking at you and I in our sin. He said, I even, I am he, Isaiah 43, 25, that blotteth out your transgressions for my own sake. I remember your sin no more. 
God isn't looking at your sin. He's not looking at you. He's looking at his son and the blood that covered you and saying it is your inherent right to know mm. truth, to understand wisdom, to come out of that imagination. It's your now oh, inherent right as a son and as a daughter of the Most High God. It is your inherent right glory be to God to know what Logos and Rhema are saying for your deliverance, for your salvation, as Apostle put it. In James chapter 1, verse number 5, that's why he tells us James knew this. James 1, verse 5, it says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not. That word abradeth not. God doesn't find any guilty of you being wrong. Hallelujah. He doesn't look at you where you're missing it. He's looking at you and saying, I'm come to heal you. I've come to deliver you. As apostle said, heal all your diseases. Oh. Even those of your mind and imagination, because yes, this is God. what made us sick. Jesus. The way we yes, see Amen. things, the way we look yes. at things from yes. an earthly perspective has made us sick. But God says, I've come to give you my view, my perspective. Through my goodness, I come to affect your mind agreeably with mine that you may be healed. And the last part of the verse says, and it shall be given him. He's not withholding it. He's not going right. to hold it back. That's He's right. not going to keep it to himself. He says, I'm going to give it to you when Hallelujah. you ask of me. Hallelujah, Jesus. And I want to go back to that word frame because I love what, what, what God did for all of us. When, when you think about the, the, uh, the case studies that have come forth so far, I don't hear... I, if I'm remembering correctly, not one had even basically said words. You, you were thinking a certain way. And even if you used your words to, to define where you were about the matter, like uh, uh, Elder Allison, when she even, she, her, her, her words were not words first, but they were a thought first. She oh. saw within herself her mm -hmm. own struggle. I remember Jesus, the Bible saying that Jesus discerned their thoughts. And that's what leads me to my case study. You see, because when Apostle was speaking on the axe being laid at the root, years ago when he first introduced us to first fruit giving and tithing, of course, I immediately did it, but I didn't do it with a great understanding. But I did because I did what I heard the man of God saying because he was hearing, I believed he was hearing from God. And as I continued to do it, God began to open my heart to understand what first fruits were and are. As time went on, years passed, uh, I fell away from it. And as I, as I uh, came back to being underneath the ministry of True Gospel Ministries and Apostle Todd and, and Prophetess Manita and, and, and the elders there uh, here at TGM, as this message was coming forth, God 
knew that th there was a struggle within me to want to give again, especially if there was something about going from working in my own business, there was a trust factor that I always had with God as I was working in my own business and transitioning into a, a an hourly wage paying job or salary, which I am uh, where I'm working now, I receive a salary. My business isn't as much a business anymore as it used to be. So it, it, the, there was always the understanding that I would be blessed and my business would be blessed. But when I moved to salary, now I'm on a, if you will, in a sense, fixed income. So it wanted to bring fear to me. So as this message on the ax being laid at the root, came was coming forth and i was hearing it i was sitting there after co collecting one of my first paychecks and god knew my imagination he saw he saw my struggle wow he saw it before i even uttered a word god saw it and this is where this is where he led me in the word this is the case study portion of, of this message here. Jeez. He perfects that which concerns us because he sees us in our dust, in our frame, and he knows how to frame our world. Hallelujah. To, 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 to be like his. Hallelujah, Jesus. In, in, in Proverbs chapter, chapter 8, he, he, he just spoke these words to me. I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to tell you what he said to me. Proverbs chapter 8, verses 10 and 11, says, Receive my instruction, oh Jesus, and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. Oh my God. Hallelujah. He saw my struggle. Now, God had oh, given me this, this scripture years ago because I was in such a place with, with Apostle and the rest of us at TGM and hearing the rhema. And so when I heard, receive my instruction and not silver back then and knowledge rather than choice gold, my mind, my heart was so consumed with what I believed he was saying to me, Hallelujah. which was the rhema understanding wisdom was called the rhema word and nothing compares to it and i knew it but this time when god would reveal this scripture to me he would say daryl what would you rather have the little bit of money that you have and hold on to it or would you like to receive more wisdom from me this is during my struggle. This was what he asked me. He said, would you rather receive my instruction than the silver that you have in your hand that is only going to last momentarily? Or would you rather get my instruction? Would you rather get my knowledge than the choice gold, the, the, the few thousand dollars you have in your, in, your, in your bank account at this time? What would you rather have? And what I love about God in this matter was he not only asked me, but he knew the answer of my heart. Because as he was Hallelujah. saying it, he was revealing what I love oh, more. Jesus. 
He was revealing how much I love hearing his voice. And the answer, because he knew that, was simple. And, and watch this. He knew that now what he was doing was this hope that Apostle talked about on Thursday, how he Apostle said in his message, how his hope is on another level through the understanding of the goodness of God and the logos being, being what we have access to. His hope is on another level. What it did for me when I begin to sow and I, be, I give, it raises my expectation of receiving. Hallelujah. More wisdom, more knowledge, Amen. more understanding Amen. from God Amen. in any circumstance I'm facing. I know that my God is going to come in with what I need for the moment. Glory be to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory be to God. It raised my expectation. Now, when I saw oh, Elder Donna spoke the message when she was when she was revealing to us about the tithing and how in Proverbs chapter three verses nine and ten, when it says, "Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of Hallelujah. all your increase," it says, "So that your barns may be filled with plenty and your wine presses burst out with new wine." It's not talking about things. It's talking about this understanding, the riches, the true riches of God. God delivered me from my fear by showing me what's better for me. Is it is it is it better for me to hold on to the little I have? Or would it be better to sow and honor God, knowing that this God wants to pour out unto me? Glory be to God. The true riches That's in right. any circumstance. I, 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 I sit before people at my job who have a lot of wisdom in, in my industry. And, and, and normally I'm fearful because, you know, I mean, I know a lot in the industry but but there are people that, of course, I don't know everything and I don't pretend to. So when I'm sitting amongst other people, I somewhat get intimidated. But every morning I prayed and asked God to give me wisdom, even to learn what they know. And, he, and he's been doing it every day. I go into work and I, get, I gain wisdom. I sit with confidence amongst these others. Why? Because... Because I know that I've had the axe laid at the root. Hallelujah. And it's pouring out oh, wisdom and understanding and knowledge, even on my in my workplace, so that I don't have to be fearful. I don't have to be fearful of trying to be perfect and all these other things that I I I, I recognize I try to be so that so that I keep my job. But see, my again, you also get gain understanding that. The job isn't your source when That's you right. let it go. You know there's an That's expectation right. that God is going to provide for That's you. Right. Yes, Lord. That God is going to take care Hallelujah. of every single one of your needs. There's an understanding of God. But but that's that's what leads me to this last part right here. In Matthew chapter six, we've read the scripture. It's been, it was the key verse scripture uh, when we were in the study 
on the on the axe being laid at the root. And I want to read this with this understanding. The, the way you imagine, the way we imagine, because it's so key to understand that you cannot serve God and mammon is the truth. You cannot hold on to your imagining about your money. You cannot hold on to how you see this little bit's going to take care of you better than the true riches of heaven. It cannot and will not. It's going to last for the scripture says riches make themselves have wings and fly away towards heaven. They're here for a moment and gone the next. Jeez. But this is eternal. This word, this logos, this rhema is eternal. Right. And you can pull on it. You can, you can, uh, I, you can grab hold of it anytime you need Truth. it. It's available. All the time, your yes. money will be gone out of your bank account. Where do you draw from when your, your bank account says zero? What do you draw from? Even if it says, even if it says 1,500, 2,000, 10,000. Okay. You're set for a moment. You can draw from it for a moment. But I can draw from the word of God mm, yes, in God. my heart. Constantly. That's right. Hallelujah. That's right. Matthew 6.22 says, The light of the body is the eye. And if therefore your eye be single, focused, not distracted, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if, the, if thine eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? If the light, I look at that word as the imagination. How do you see things? Is your imagination like that of, of God? Is it like that of, 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 of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? Or are you seeing things from your own perspective? That's the evil eye. Do you see how, when I was looking at my, my money my way, God knew it. And he said, you need light. And he gave me light. God. He helped me to see what's more important to me. Amen. He knew what was more important to me is receiving his wisdom and understanding. And so he made my eyes single. Because now, now I'm not now I'm not responding out of necessity or grudgingly. I'm I'm responding to God and worship out of who he is, the one who gives wisdom. One yellow who gives understanding and knowledge. When he says in verse 23, but if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? The next verse says, No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot walk in the imagination of your own mind and think that you serve God. You'll serve God too. God knows how to eliminate the one so that you hold to him the other. That's what he did yes, for me. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Amen. And every yes, time I come to give now, I give with the understanding that I'm honoring the God 
who says in every circumstance, I'll pour out to you wisdom. I'll pour out to you knowledge. I'll pour out to you instruction. I'll give these things to you because you have shown me which one you desire more. I desire him. I desire to hear him. I desire to learn of him. I desire to follow him. I desire to go with him where he's going. I desire him to lead my life. And as we're learning about this, this goodness on steroids, and we're seeing that God has given us access to the logos, I, I encourage you, choose him. Because all of this is ending. It's going to come to its end and fade away. But the thing that is everlasting, that will remain. What do you choose? It's easy. If you love Raymond, I believe everyone on this line hearing this, these words, love the Rhema word. Receive instruction rather than silver. Knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all that may be desired is not to be compared to it. Don't let your mind be double-minded about your, it's nothing. Money's nothing. It's the least thing in the kingdom. But let your choice be the wisdom of God. So, because you know you're honoring the God who gives wisdom. He, he, he changed my view. And now I so happily, I so cheerfully, knowing with a great expectation, I'm going to receive the true riches of his wisdom. And he leads me through the logos when I need it. He'll, the scripture will come up all of a sudden and answer a matter. In moments, he does it every single time. And that is my case study. Amen. Amen. Bless God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen, Lord God. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Really awesome. Boy, I tell you, that was really good. Awesome. Yes, truly, God. truly awesome. Uh, I'm going to just, just, just say this with what Evangelist just shared. First of all, I agree with Jen sent a, 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 a chat message, and she said, wow, what an opening. And it was that that was perfectly done because it really opens our eyes and causes us to, to just yield to him. And it causes us to, to really to, for, to, to know that the word frame means imagination, means our minds. He knows our minds. And this is why he's changing our thinking through his goodness. Uh, can you hear me okay? Amen. And this is why he's Amen. changing our thinking via his goodness. And I, I want to look at Psalms 103. And we're going to look at, and I found it amazing that Evangelist was in Psalms 103. I'm in Psalms 103, just verses one through five. He is doing this with a purpose. Uh, Elder Donna started us off this morning, and she started to go into that the movement of our mouths should not be done in silence. 
And this is the key that when God is changing your thinking, you've got to open your mouth. You've got to open your mouth with what he's putting in it. It says here in Psalms 103, verses 1 through 5, a psalm of David, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Now, those first four verses touch every aspect of our life, every area of life between physical, financial, uh, in every area. When we're at our lowest, he redeemeth, that word redeemeth that evangelist has been talking about, thy life from destruction. So when you're in a destruction, Everything is covered about life in these four verses. But then this is the key is verse five. Who satisfied thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Now, the word good here actually means agreeable. Who satisfied thy mouth with agreeable things. If it, if it, listen, if you don't open your mouth with what God is causing yeah. and affecting your mind to agree with, you're not going to see it renewed like you should. He's satisfying you. He's changing and affecting our minds agreeably. But we've got to open our mouths with what he's putting in our mouths in agreement. He said, I satisfy your mouth with agreeable things. Why your mouth? So you can prophesy and speak it and change it. Change the situation. Cause manifestation to come by opening your mouth. Don't let the movement of your mouth be done in silence. Open your mouth and declare. Evangelist just opened his mouth and declared what he now agrees with God. Yeah, he was sharing, but he was also letting come out of his mouth what is agreeable with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. God is changing our minds, but do not sit there idly by. And I hear this for you, Elder Allison. Don't you sit idly by. Open your mouth with what he's causing you to agree with. Speak into your atmosphere. Yes, Lord. Amen. He said, I satisfy Amen. your mouth. Jen, you open your mouth. Even when it's hard, open your mouth and declare what you agree with God with. I'm not talking about opening our mouths and speaking the letter. I'm talking about opening our mouths and speaking the logos that is projected into the realm of rhema. Yes, God. Because we agree with the logos we heard. Yes, God. Jesus. Now listen to these four verses. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me. Listen to that. Bless the Lord and all that is within me. Bless his Hallelujah, Jesus. Bless the Lord on my soul and forget oh, not his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. If the enemy is telling you you're not forgiven, 
Bless the Lord, oh, your Hallelujah. Soul. Bless him. Open your mouth and say what you agree with. Yes, God. Who healeth all thy diseases. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Open your mouth with Hallelujah, what you agree Jesus. with. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Oh, that hits me hard. Jesus. Yes, How? God. Because I start to open my mouth while destruction was all around me. He satisfied my mouth with agreeable things so that I can be renewed in my youth like the eagles. That's speaking of renewing, not just in the body, in your physical, but when it talks about renewing like the eagles, it's speaking of you being able to really move in vision and in purpose, mm -hmm. in, 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 in business, whatever. Whatever you're doing, you, you get a new fervency to do it. Why? Because you opened your mouth with what he gave you in agreement with him. Hallelujah, Jesus. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. But you got to open your mouth. The logos is coming in and it's causing us because of the goodness of God, causing us to agree with God. So please open your mouth. Evangelist has opened his mouth today. A powerful case study. Amen. God knows our frames. He knows our imaginations. So therefore, he's saying, let my goodness change that. Yes, Lord. Yes. Lord. So you can agree with what I see about you yes. and agree with who I am in you. But I'm satisfying your mouth with agreeable things. I'm satisfying your mouth. Now I've told you I heal all your diseases. Hallelujah, Jesus. If agreement is settled in your spirit, then open your mouth. I told you that I would supply all of your need according to my riches and glory by Christ Jesus. If you agree and open your mouth, I told you it would be done by sowing. Yes, God. Yes, God. It would be done by sowing, Paul said to them. Yes, he said, God. listen, nobody has talked to me about giving and receiving but you. I told you that you have fruit abounding to your account. I told you that the logos is completely open unto you. Find the logos that meets your circumstance. And watch. Watch how the work of the spirit, the advantages of the spirit come alive. And work with you. But you got to open your mouth. So your youth can be renewed. Like the eagles. Come on Jesus. Yes Lord. Hallelujah Jesus. Hallelujah Lord. Thank Evangelist, you. Lord. I can't thank you enough for sharing what you shared today. I believe we were all, I mean, extraordinarily blessed by it. I yes, know that Lord. we were extremely blessed. Truly powerful. 
see that that that's just a it's just the 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 attitude um that God would have you have to be able to receive to really just be able to receive what he's saying it's just this area of where evangelists you're so you're so yielded to the Lord you're so you just surrendered beautifully you you pretty much always have been even in the, the, your tough years you've still there was still a deeper surrender in you even though our actions sometimes and i say our and i mean our our actions on the surface speak one way but god knows and i'm not trying to be chaotic or religious he knows our frame like you said he knows our hearts he knows our imaginations the deeper side the deeper side of what we desire hallelujah and he knows how to cause those deep, the, the deeper side of what you really want to come forth. And I heard this word, and this is for everybody on the line. God is very patient. He's very patient and long suffering for the precious fruit of the earth. Everyone under the sound of my voice, God wants you to know you are his precious fruit. And he will work with you until you reach that place he's called you to. He's patient and long-suffering. If Joshua was on the line, God wants you to know he's patient and long-suffering. And you are his precious fruit. Amen. You are his precious fruit. You're precious to him. He's patient and long-suffering while he changes your frame. He's patient while he's changing it. And he never runs out of resource to change. He knows how to give us the words that we need. And like Jen taught beautifully, it, it, there's more going on around you than what you're just reaching for and wanting God to do. Mm, yes. Our God, hey, noted as a carpenter, he knows how to finish the job. Mm -hmm. He knows how to build you properly from the inside to the outside. Snaps up to you, Evangelist Darrell. That was really, really awesome. Amen. Amen. Really amen. awesome. Really awesome. Praise yes. be to God. Praise be to God. We're gonna honor, we're gonna honor the Lord with our giving now. We're gonna worship God. Don't start hanging up the line now. This is this is where things happen. This is where. You can experience the acts at the root for yourself. As the Lord purposes in your heart, so give. As he's purposed, if, if the, the Lord is ministering to you about a seed, then sow the seed. If you know that you already are committed to worshiping God with your tithe and your first fruit, then do that. As the Lord has purposed in your heart, so give. So give. I heard how evangelist is purposed. I know how he, it's purposed in his heart. And to God be the glory that God purposed that in his heart. Amen. Through giving him a word. What do you want more? The gold and the silver? The rubies? <laughs> Would you prefer unmeasurable wisdom? Would you prefer to hear and to understand and not just hear and understand, but then execute 
sounds to me like God is giving us the keys to absolute success and prosperity. Amen. Yes, sir. Yes. So whatever is in our bank accounts, don't it, it don't mean squat compared to what God is ready to do. But he's doing it through his word, through his wisdom. So honor the Lord today, people of God. Sow something into him as he's purposed in your heart. There's a door open for real reverence right now. There's a door open for real worship right now in the area of giving. And the, the, the door that's open, I'm telling you, on the other side of it, there's a big old axe right there. There's a big mm -hmm. axe on the other side of that door that as you honor and worship, God is going to sever, sever something from your life that's been holding your mindset, holding it still. God is about to break that and destroy that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. He said, when I, when I caused, uh, when I overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah, I brought forth extinction. Your problems are about to be extinct because God is overthrowing them, Amen. giving you his perspective on things. Hallelujah, Jesus. Father, bless every seed that's being sown. Bless every tithe that's coming forth. Bless every first fruit and let them do what they're supposed to do. Releasing the acts at the root, honoring you for your goodness, which is your wisdom. We worship you, Lord, with our giving. We honor you, Jesus. There's none like you. Never was and never will be. And we bless you as the Lord, our Lord. As our only wise God. We bless you. And we thank you for your strength and your power. Oh, we bless you for how you, yes, how you continue to strive with us until you've delivered us into the light of your kingdom, into the light of your ways, into Zoe, you. That's where we're coming. Into your likeness, Master. Thank you, Lord. So we worship you with this world's power. We lay down this world's power at your feet. Yes, Jesus. You are God. You and you alone. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Master. Amen. Amen. You know the drill, everybody. You know how to do it. If you're going to uh, cash app, just look for the logo. And look for the logo in your cash app if you're selling. It's at uh, True Gospel Men's. Look at look for uh, True Gospel Men's at or you sell it to True Gospel Men's at AOL.com. But be blessed, everyone, and I mean it. Be absolutely blessed, and I thank God for the restoration that has come from the presence of the Lord. There's a refreshing on the atmosphere, and we love you, evangelists, and thank God for you, man. Really well done. Awesome, awesome. And I mean, Amen. awesome, man. You got some real depths about you, bro. Some real depths. They're jewels that come out of you. Such a treasure you are, man. Thank you, You're a tremendous treasure to the kingdom of God. 
You really, really are. And you speak his word through how you live his word. And that makes all the difference in the world. Hallelujah. Thank you. 